Welcome to The Useful Commute on BNet. I'm your host, Carmine Gallo. In today's show, a behind-the-scenes look at the Ritz-Carlton Hotel. Find out how to copy the leadership secrets behind its extraordinary success. Powerful, reliable Dell technology. We make it easy to get the technology you need. It's a brand known around the world for its world-class customer service and hospitality. The Ritz-Carlton Hotel Company has become an icon of luxury. Best-selling author Joseph Michelli was granted an unprecedented access to the company's executives and staff. He's written a book about what he saw titled The New Gold Standard. It's about the leadership principles that make the Ritz-Carlton so legendary and how you can use those same principles to set the gold standard for your industry or your company. Joe, nice to have you on the program. Thanks for having me. What a great way to get free stays at the Ritz-Carlton. Was that your motivation behind writing the book? Yeah, it was either going to be that or Motel 6. I wasn't <laughs> sure which book I was going to write. Good choice. With the Ritz-Carlton. Good choice. Well, look, there's a certain mystique about the Ritz-Carlton. What exactly is the Ritz-Carlton experience? Well, it's over the top. It is not only fulfilling the needs that you state on behalf of your stay, but having people who care so much about wowing you that they uh, anticipate needs that you're not even talking about. You outline five leadership principles that make the Ritz-Carlton successful. Can you highlight one for us? What's the most sure. important Empower one? Empower through trust. They go through a painful process of selection. They only pick people who have excellence in customer service potential. They train them well, and then they give them the tools to be able to do some magical things to create memorable stays. What kind of tools do they give them? The classic one is the $2,000 per day, per guest, per diem, which allows every single employee to, to spend up to $2,000 on a guest stay, either out of service recovery or to enhance that, that stay. And they can do that without asking their supervisor as long as they don't exceed $2,000 on any given day. for. Oh, I see. And that's where the trust comes in, because obviously you're trusting your employees to do the right thing with it. And typically it's as simple as spending $4 on behalf of a guest, where maybe a valet will notice that you're drinking a particular kind of power drink in your car when you pull your car in on a given day. And then when you're about to leave, they have that same cold drink waiting for you in your car as you're departing the Ritz-Carlton. That particular uh, employee probably spent $4 on you. And that's uh, probably the best $4 that could be ever, ever be spent, and it shows their empowerment. So let's say you are one of the managers listening to this uh, this show. You don't have $2,000 to just give to any employee to do what they wish. How do you empower through trust? I think one of the first things you, you do is you say, we selected you because of your judgment. We don't want you to just operate and do the things we tell you from an operational standpoint. We want you to exceed that and do things that are memorable. Let's uh, limit you to $10 a day, but think of what you could do with $10 of complete authority to make someone's life better here while they're with us. And if you use that well, uh, it's amazing how that'll create customer loyalty and it'll continue and enhance the brand over time. Hey, Joe, during the research for your new book, The the New Gold Standard, you stayed at, obviously, many Ritz-Carlton hotels, but you had an interesting experience at the Ritz-Carlton in Dubai. Tell us about that. Oh, my favorite story. I can't believe you picked that one out. Yeah, bottom line, I stood there with the uh, general manager named Peter Mainguy, which I think is a great name for a guy who's a general manager. But Peter Mainguy said that, you know, why our spa is so successful, even though it's not as high-tech as some of the other spas in Dubai, it's because we give a a, a 45-minute massage that lasts an hour. And I'll tell you, at the bottom line, I think a lot of us can build into our business over-delivery. Unfortunately, what we often do is over-promise, and we don't have the operational platform that guarantees that we're going to slot out an hour for you 
even though you only think you're going to get 45 minutes. I love it. Over-delivery. Great concept. Now, one thing I noticed is that the Ritz-Carlton president, Simon Cooper, calls all of his employees the ladies and gentlemen of the Ritz-Carlton. So, form- uh, so formal, Joe. Why does he do that? And they love it. You know, they, they asked him if they wanted to change because it seems so staid and from a different time, but no, they like it. The reason is because in the olden days, in uh, European hotels, ladies and gentlemen were of a different class, of a different breeding. And a lot of the people who took care of them were from lower socioeconomic classes. But if you're a service professional and you do things extremely well, you speak many languages, you polish your shoes well, you know your product, and you walk into a dining room with those ladies and gentlemen, suddenly they want you to come to their table if you're the maitre d'. And so status and class is elevated when we are service professionals. We are ladies and gentlemen serving ladies and gentlemen. What is the one thing? that the Ritz-Carlton does to motivate its staff that most organizations or managers can begin doing today? They celebrate the victories of their service. Every single day they have 20 minutes of time that every employee is involved in a conversation called Daily Lineup. And twice a week they focus on just the wow stories of customer excellence. I think we can do more corporate storytelling that catch our people doing things right and celebrate those things. Celebrate victories over delivery. Great advice. Uh, Joe, you also wrote a book about another hugely successful brand, Starbucks. That book was called The Starbucks Experience. Uh, How do you compare the two companies? Well, I think Starbucks has run into some problems when it's overgrown itself, when it hasn't taken the time to discipline itself in making sure that every employee understands that they're not just serving a a coffee, they're serving people. But when they were in their growth cycle in the very positive way, they were doing that. And I think both companies are very committed to empowering their staff, to giving staff an understanding of what the outcomes they want delivered on behalf of the guest. And when you train your staff well and you you grow at an appropriate pace, you can achieve amazing things on behalf of people, whether it's at a coffee stand or a hotel. Great advice. Good luck with your book, Joe. It's called The New Gold Standard. Nice to talk to you today. Thank you so much for taking the time with me today. Thanks for listening to The Useful Commute. In our next show, how to create 100% credibility with your customers in today's consumer-driven world. Until then, for BNET, I'm Carmine Gallo.